0: Hello everyone and welcome to Monster Hour. I am Quinn, your GM. With me today are Kyle.
1: I am Kyle. I
0: play Duncan Oliver, the Vox. Hannah.
2: Hello, I am Hannah and I play Max, the Paradox. I am also workshopping Paramax. Is that something? Maxidox.
3: <gasps> Although that sounds like porn to me. Uh, <laughs>
1: Paramax does kind of sound like a pay per And you ruined it. Sorry, <laughs> Maxidox sounds does, like a dinosaur.
3: Though. Yeah, oh, that is kind of like a dinosaur. I like that.
1: Duncan Voxlever. Mm. Yeah, we'll keep working yep. on it. What
0: do we got? <laughs> and to you. I love Ian, please make that listenable.
3: Ian, don't you dare. This is my (laughs) artistic choice. Only the true believers will hear it. So if you didn't hear it, look inward. Only Claire's true believers. No, you know what? Actually, hold on. I have a jade egg that you stick in your ear. And if you buy that, you will be able to hear everything Claire says.
1: I know we have a lot of listeners that like to listen on long commutes and driving around in cars. This episode's for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah.
3: I play Claire Claremont, they've
2: forgotten. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I, okay. was ready to,
3: I
0: was ready to jump in, but okay, okay. I gave you what you needed. <laughs> <laughs> we open outside of City Hall, where an impromptu flower party festival is taking place on the municipal lawn. A crowd of community members, convened by Claire Claremont's clarion call, are gathered <laughs> in eager anticipation of the bus's arrival. While a lucky few wait in the VIP section, the rest have transformed the ordinarily staid civic center into a big old backyard cookout, Woo. complete with games of cornhole, hide-and-shriek, and carnivorous plant chicken. <laughs> Amidst the hubbub and fanfare, the beleaguered members of the normal brewing search party hurriedly hone their harpoons between bites of inconceivable burgers and no potato salad. In the <laughs> wings, a contingent of code-compliance officers stand stoically, fluorescent bulb eyes surveying the scene impassively. The jollity is interrupted by a series of discordant engine revs, screeching brakes, and quantum pops as the bus's temporal superposition collapses, its gargantuan metal frame skidding to a transdimensional halt beside Claire's makeshift stop. It snorts a plume of grey-white exhaust as the pixels on its LED display rearrange themselves to read, City Hall. The front door opens and a wild-eyed Jeremy Dunlap is launched into the VIP section. (laughs) Two glossy tendrils of red tape whip into frame, catapulting a pair of peculiar-looking women over the bus and into the festival. They go tumbling end over end, kicking up sod and throwing the crowd into a panic. There's a single moment of stunned silence, and then the scene swings into absolute anarchy. (laughs) Claire, Duncan, Max, (laughs) all together now. What do you do? What ho? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hold up. I want to know more about the no tato salad. Yeah, what does that mean?
0: It's a somewhere classic. It's a salad with no potatoes.
2: Okay. Oh, 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 interesting. Okay. So like a Greek salad?
0: No, it's it's made with no potatoes.
2: Okay. Okay. Tio, it's not lacking potatoes.
0: Yeah, it's made, it's with, made no with no
2: potatoes. <laughs> it's made with no potatoes. I understand
3: now. Yes. Yeah. Of uh, course. Uh, yes.
0: Okay. okay. Good. It's good,
3: it's good, not good. butter. It's
0: margarine. It's not butter.
3: It's not butter. Yeah.
0: It's you can't believe it's not butter.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's the
0: word. <laughs> you can't <I> look <laughs> believe it's not potatoes. <laughs>
3: hmm.
0: But you must. You must by order of the city council. Praise be. What do you do? Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> the bus has stopped. Can I see any driver?
2: Who came flying out?
1: Oh, Jeremy. Don't worry about him.
0: Jeremy Dunlap, the owner of Normal Brewing Company. Yeah, he's fine. Max, he was the uh the man that you saw in there in the very front who was sort oh. of like all spindly windily wobbly. Oops. It looks like he he got launched out of the front door.
2: I mean, I'd like to check out that notato salad <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's hard to believe.
2: I point to it and whoever's standing there, I go, Can I get like a like a to go like a to go container of the no-tatos? A
0: Little notato doggy bag. They throw you the whole big bowl of no potato salad.
2: Oh my god, this is this is the best, just like Mother used to make <laughs> the best no potato salad.
0: I shouldn't have introduced the no potato salad not. in this episode. <laughs> 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 it's going to send us horribly off track.
2: It is. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, title of the episode, Quinn.
0: Uh, <laughs> in the Discord, someone
3: no put salad. together a recipe for no potato salad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm counting folks, on you. We need the recipe for no salad. Give us your best no salad recipes. We'll tweet the best one.
3: Oh, we'll make them and do an episode where we all eat your no <laughs> recipe while recording an episode. What are we
0: committing to? Whenever we do our first live show, we will serve no <gasps> salad. Yes. I'll do, oh
2: I'll do a live stream of me cooking the no salad. Ooh. <laughs> for the patrons.
1: I'd like to take a look in the bus, like through the door that Jeremy just came out of, see if there's a driver or an entity that I could talk to.
0: Yeah, Duncan, as this scene unfolds and and starts to develop, you take a look through the open door, which is, I think, in the process of now closing, Mm -hmm. but you get a glimpse in and you can see there is no one in the driver's seat of this bus. It appears to be operating of its own accord its own free will
1: but there's like the sign indicator on the front of the bus
0: yes it does appear to be showing that it has arrived at claire's stop
1: so whatever is running the bus kind of knows where it is and knows how to spell city hall (laughs) or communicate in those sort of words can i make my way through the bedlam to the front of the
0: bus look at it in its big old headlights duncan you stride forward As you do, this scene begins to unfold. The code compliance officers, the six suited individuals, begin moving methodically forward. At the same time, the members of the normal brewing search party start hefting their harpoons and other weapons ready to capture this Leviathan transit vehicle. Mm -hmm. And Sam, the juror, is riding herself. And you can see there's only three tendrils now, Duncan. Looks like one of them was severed in a previous fight. (laughs) Hmm. They are snaking out and she is beginning to also head towards the bus. So while everyone is fleeing, there are a few groups of individuals who are converging along with you.
1: I want to kind of hold my hands up to the groups that I might have sway with, which I think is just the normal brewing crew. Hold, 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 hold. And I kind of slide up to the bus and just kind of ask its headlight slash radiator grill area. (laughs) Where did you come from?
0: Okay, so let's start with you trying to influence the members of the search party. Sure. I think this is probably going to be a rally roll. When you incite members of a faction to act, roll with that faction. In this case, you're trying to get them to not act, but sure. isn't not acting really a kind of acting when you think about it? Act by omission. Uh, Yeah, so uh, go ahead and give me a rally roll with community. Okay, plus community.
1: I have a plus one to
0: that. Do it.
1: That is a five. Ha ha. Oh. No, that's Uh, bad. That's bad.
3: Yeah, that's bad.
1: Okay, so I tell them to hold, and they're like, Ah, hold the bus. Got it. Fire.
0: You get to choose. Do you want to take one reputation with community, or do you want this search party slash wailing party to wildly or willfully misinterpret what you want?
1: No, I'll have them wildly misinterpret, because I'm not entirely sure if there's good ways to get plus ones to a faction other than narrative solutions. (laughs) If I start minusing my reputation, that seems bad for me, the Vox.
0: If you do like a job or a favor or, or yeah. really help out a faction, you can improve your reputation with them. There are certainly ways aside from, you know, taking the, the advancements to improve yeah. your reputation. But uh, yeah, it yeah. just seems bad. So
1: I'll, I'll do the latter.
0: Uh, The group wildly or or willfully misinterprets what you want. I think you're shouting, and the commotion here is deafening almost between the sounds of the bus, the sounds of dial-up and fax machines, and all sorts of weird bureaucratic devices that are coming from Sam the juror and the code compliance officers, (laughs) Uh, the screams of the crowd, the hoots and hollers of the search party. You're shouting for them to stop, and instead I think they hear, stop it. Like, stop the bus. And you see a barrage of harpoons fly over you and start. Most of them don't actually, you know, it's a bus. It's not a whale. So most of them don't actually (laughs) land. But uh, I think one or two do hook in to, like, the leathery articulation Mm -hmm. points of the bus. Those members of the search party start trying to reel it in while the others are recovering Jeremy Dunlap. He's fine. (laughs) Leave him alone. (laughs) I'm not fine. I need help. See, he's talking and everything. (laughs) So, Duncan, you have not slowed them down at all. But if you would still like to try to get up to the bus, you you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to kind of slide up,
1: maybe like get down on a knee by its like front corner by one of the headlights and just try to speak to the turn signal. Listen, it's pretty chaotic here, but I I can help you. Where did you come from? What do you want? What do you need?
0: We'll come back to that. I want to jump and see what Claire and Max are up to right now.
3: I don't know. Max, what are you doing? Because I feel like Claire might be a little distracted with hosting duties of this party. Your party's
0: (laughs) turned upside down right now. Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: What is happening with Sam the Jerk?
0: Max, the two of you, as the bus jumped, were sort of temporally dragged behind across time and space. The two of you were launched into the crowd of people at this festival. So Sam is riding herself and her three remaining tendrils are are up, sort of like hackles on a cat or dog. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has turned her attention away from you and is now like Doc Octopus walking on those red tape tendrils towards the bus.
2: This seems like we should not let her get onto the bus. I want to stop her. I don't necessarily know that I want to use like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. The chaos of Max is fuck it. I'll do it myself. I'm going to try and chop off her tentacles.
3: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay.
2: With my Uh, Zweihander.
0: Give me a role to fight for your life. Well, it's a six. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Okay. On a miss, you might get maimed, captured, or toyed with. I think what happens is you start advancing on the juror, and the third tendril, the third spool of razor-sharp red tape, seems to act of its own accord. Like, Sam doesn't even turn, like, doesn't turn to face you, doesn't even seem to see you coming, but that tendril lashes out, and Mm -hmm. you're going to take two harm.
2: I am just uh, going to take one harm. Yes, because of your... I am magical. No, I, I'm a special time lady. Okay, well, that was fun.
0: Yeah, and as that happens, her other two tendrils start propelling her forward like an ATST, and she is bounding ahead to the bus.
3: Claire, I am going to pitch two options to you, Quinn. Door number one claire stands on top of a planter box
0: carnivorous or non-carnivorous
3: let's go ahead and say she's smart enough to do the non-carnivorous
0: okay i don't know what your goals are i don't know that's yeah that's, <laughs> that's fair
3: that was judgment we ne- free we never do okay okay <laughs> yeah yeah. and kind of like in that way that certain people just are able to rally everyone's attention without necessarily screaming she does like a <clears throat> Well, this certainly has taken a turn, but as any good party host, I have another option for us. I would love to introduce you to the Miracle Tendril. (laughs) The Miracle Tendril will provide you the elixir to youth and happiness. Now, it's a very rare entity, and there's only so much of it out in the world, but we have been blessed here today with a sighting of one of said 10. Ten, I keep wanting to say tentacles. Tendricles.
1: Tendricles.
3: Tendricles. 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 Feels and
1: fun to say. does. Tendricles. Oh,
3: yes. And Claire, like, gestures. Have at it. First come, first serve on me. <laughs> that would be door number one.
1: Get yourself some fruit by the foot. <laughs>
3: yes. Use the power of her leadership. <laughs> <laughs> door number two. I think Claire gets within, let's say, like a foot and a half of the code compliance officers and pulls out a glowing purple notebook. It has, like, cracks and, you know, if you get certain, like, notebooks wet, they kind of crease on themselves and shrink and then dry and then those, like, lines stay. In those cracks, a light illuminates out of it. It almost looks like electricity flowing through this notebook. And she flips to a page with a blood red bookmark and starts reading code 4689, (laughs) the attendance of a tendricled being without a permit on city property. She basically has a list of all of the violations of codes that are currently underway. To a passing observer, it almost looks like this notebook quickly does a Google search of sorts, a goggle search, a fill in a name of a company that doesn't exist search to give you the immediate codes that you are breaking so that, you know, maybe you can um, (laughs) skirt (laughs) the law very Uh easily. Uh, It seems like that's what this notebook does. And so she has started reading all of the current codes that are being violated in in hope of uh, rallying the code compliance officers to her side.
0: I will say on the second option the full manifest of the code compliance division is difficult to get your hands on. You know, that that could potentially be like a curio item. That's a, a pretty rare thing to have. So I don't know Go if definitely. you would just have it on hand. But uh, if you had a book and were reading out, you know, some sort of codes, you could certainly goad the code compliance officers. So
2: you could goad the code. <laughs> goad the
0: code. <laughs> goad code, code, goad. Code toad. Toad
3: goading, goad code.
0: The goad toad, code. Toad code, goad. This is nothing at all. <laughs> just saying sounds. Just free
3: word. Just
1: making sounds. This is
3: just free word association. That's <laughs> <laughs> rhyming.
1: Look at this, he's just jam. rhyming. Uh, where it's it's absurdia
3: jazz. Oh god.
1: <laughs> Maybe if it's instead of at this moment having a magical code google book, Claire has a branded notebook where you have noted every code that you have already violated just in case.
3: oh yeah i do like that that's perfect okay yeah yeah and every time she violates a she learns of a new one you learn a new one you write it
0: back down in the book and eventually you'll get the whole manifest Uh there we go okay i I love it okay so give me a role to goad when you leverage your infamy with a faction to draw their attention roll against your reputation (laughs) so you subtract your rating with bureaucracy
3: Oh, that's that's pretty helpful for me, I you think. you got a minus? Yeah, I have a minus one, so I get Great. to add one.
0: Yes. The more detestable you are, the <laughs> easier it is to, to get people's attention when they don't like you.
3: <laughs> that is a seven. Finally. Huzzah! okay, We
0: made it to a, mixed a su- success. Uh, a success, a mixed success, but a success. On a hit, they make a move against you. On a seven to nine, choose one. They react irrationally, they commit significant resources, they overlook your allies, or they overplay their hand.
3: I want to say they commit significant resources, right? We want them to help us (laughs) out,
0: right? Okay. I think for they commit significant resources... All six of them, as you start intoning the sacred words of the municipal code, all 12 of their fluorescent light bulb eyes turn to you, almost like <laughs> a dog whistle. It's like they're compelled. <laughs> they, they can't not look at you.
3: That is terrifying. Oh, uh,
0: boy. And in unison, all six of their right hands go up, and they strip the red tape tie from their collars. And as they pull it off, it hardens into a distinctly sword-like appearance. And this group begins to form uh, a semicircle and and start to encircle you.
2: Pretty fucking metal.
0: Let's jump back to Duncan. Duncan, (laughs) the scene around you is thus. The normal brewing search party is starting to land some harpoons on the bus. Mm -hmm. uh, Which the bus is very much stopped here. Like it is stopped at the stop. But it's not... Unmoving. And as soon as those harpoons start to land, start to actually find purchase in the articulation points, its back half whips around and knocks a whole group of search party members and probably just some people in the party uh, and sends them like careening end over end onto the municipal lawn. But its front half is unmoving as you stand before it.
1: Yeah, I want to kneel down to its turn signal. And be like, we can help you. Where did you come from? What do you need? What do you
0: want? I think, <laughs> Duncan, uh, roll me your natural interviewer.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: heck yeah. It... I was trying to decide if this was you know sway, assess reality, embrace chaos. No, I Fuck can it. talk to things. Give me, give me your playbook. <laughs> give me your playbook move. Let's let's fucking yeah. have fun. Roll plus cheek. Okay.
1: Oh, seven. <laughs>
0: you. Okay, uh, what happens on a seven?
1: On a seven to nine, hold one. Spend my hold to ask a question from Assess Reality. What does this person want? What do they fear or worry about? What does this person not want me to know? And is this person lying to me?
0: Yeah, so obviously we're- Entity. You know, expanding the
1: definition of a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so hold one. I'm really getting at what do they fear or
0: worry about, I think. I think it fears captivity. You know, this is sort of like, a, you know, the bus is not talking to you. No, no, no. It's got a little text board. Oh, my God, it does. <laughs> right above the windshield where I'm standing. I love it. Um, yeah, the LED display, the pixels displaying City Hall rearrange themselves. And instead, you see the text captivity. I think Duncan
1: to show is good faith in there. Would try to run down the side of the bus and unhook the harpoons. Give me a roll to face fear. Oh, yeah. I rolled the MH on Monster Hour, which is six, which Woo! makes that a nine. Hey, It's almost a full success. We're almost there.
0: On a seven to nine, it will offer you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. I think the price to pay here is that the search party is going to see pretty clearly what's happening, that you're aiding the bus, mm-hmm. and they're going to turn their attention to you if you do this.
1: Yeah, that's okay.
0: Okay. What does it look like?
1: I'm talking to the bus and I see up that it fears captivity and is swinging its back end around, smacking people. And I kind of run or quick walk. I've run a lot. I'm a little tired. Quick (laughs) walk down the side of the bus, kind of running a hand along the side until I get to its leathery midsection um, (laughs) and start prying one of the harpoons out and turn to the search party, throw it down towards them and just like wave my hands and be like,
0: stop. We don't need to do this. You do that, and a ragged, beleaguered looking Jeremy Dunlap picks up the harpoon and says, We're taking this bus to the barn with or without you, man. Max.
2: Look, it didn't work the first time. So I'm willing to try it again. Is I am going to attack Sam the Jerome. <gasps> okay. Because the bus wants to be free, and I will get what I need from the bus if I help the bus. Because maybe then the bus will owe me. Assuming the bus's sentience reaches the point of favors. All right. I dust myself off. A little worse for wear. And I attack Sam the Juror. Okay. All right.
0: Are you approaching this any differently? Or are you just kind of nope. like... Just... <laughs> yep. Donkey, like Max Quixote, back up. Yep. Going for the windmill again. Okay. Max has a
1: big sword. What do you want?
0: Yep.
2: I,
1: fair.
0: <laughs> Fight for your life, plus pluck. Roll it. Roll it.
2: It's a seven.
0: (laughs) Hey, okay. Yes, we will. On a seven and nine.
3: Successes. Yes, we will. Apparently,
0: it's all you're going to get in this this episode. On a seven and nine, you inflict harm as established. So I think once again, the third tendril, which is like a cat's tail, almost like waving half playfully, half predatorily behind Sam the Juror, it lashes out again as you charge forward and you are going to take another two reduce down to one harm. However, this time you are able to, between its blows, land a strike of your own. And again, there's just a fount, like a, a spray, a gout, a showering of thick oh, red boy. <laughs> oh. as you cleave through it. And then the piece that is still attached to Sam's mouth just like shrivels up, withers, and falls to the ground. And now there are only two tendrils. Sorry, tendrils. Thank you.
2: Where am I in proximity to the bus?
0: I think all three of you are relatively close to the bus at this point. You know, I would say within 15 to 25 feet.
2: Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I have a feeling that people, entities, are going to try and get on the bus and control it that way, like go through the open door. So, Quinn, I would like to run onto the bus and shut the door.
0: Yeah, I don't think this is a role because I don't think that Sam or her tendrils are focused on you. The two remaining ones are latched firmly to the bus, and if you're not after them, they're not after you. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think there's a role. I think you just run through this chaotic scene, but you are able to navigate it and you leap into the open maw of the bus and once more you are inside.
2: And I shut the door.
0: Okay. And, you know, when you were in here previously, when you looked out the windows, you saw just this, like, inky blackness with the faint pinpricks of light. This time you can clearly see what's happening outside the bus.
2: Is there a driver in the driver's seat?
0: No. Just like when you were in here last time, there is no driver.
2: Okay. I go up to the front of the bus, and I gently, gently pat the, like, console. And I go, do you want, <laughs> me, to, do you want me to drive you? <laughs> Consent is important. It is. The bus is sentient. I don't. I also just have this image of like, if I sat down and it didn't want, it's just like the seat would eat me.
0: J- ejector seat or, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think you hear the engine rev.
2: Like mm. a good rev or like a bad rev.
1: Like a purr or like a growl, Quinn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the
0: engine it's like, purr, a, like a or growl or growl? like a
2: purr. Yes. Like a purr. All right. Quinn, I think I know what what I got to do. I got to drive the bus out of here.
0: Okay. Max, you plop down in the driver's seat, and we will get back to you in just a second, but I want to jump to Claire. Claire. Yes. (laughs) Six tall, lanky, besuited individuals Facial features so bland as to be unrecognizable even at this close distance, say for two fluorescent light bulb eyes on each face, are encircling you, brandishing shiny, glossy red tape swords. And all around you, you hear this chittering of fax machines and printers and scanners and old dial up connections as they surround you. What do you do?
3: I calmly put my notebook away, and I go, "Well, gents, we've been here before." I only say "gents" to be cute and comical. I'm not assuming anything.
1: I only say "gents"
0: to code compliance.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> um,
2: they
3: have no
0: perceptible gender.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying "gents" because it's it's a fun one. I, yeah, I put I put away the notebook. Do that little stretch where you put your fingers in front and they interlock, and you go. I will allow you exactly 30 seconds to do your job, or I will do mine. And as she's saying that, her nails are growing, because she has those retractable, horrific nails.
0: I think we get like the the movie fight scene, where the protagonist is is beckoning for their opponents to face them. And from all six sides, the code compliance officers fall upon you with their gleaming red tape swords. Are you fighting back? Are you, yeah, or, or is, I was just okay. giving
3: them the opportunity. Oh, okay. I wa- I, yeah, it was the opportunity for them to disperse and do what oh, yeah, i had no, requested. You,
0: you goaded them, so they're coming after you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so give me a roll to fight for your life.
2: Plus pluck. Plus pluck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 10. Hey! Okay. You did it.
0: On a 10, plus, you get to choose an extra effect.
3: Ooh, okay. All right. Look. Yeah. I could do the obvious thing, which is inflict more harm. I am very tempted to take something from them. Yeah. I have no idea what I can take from code <laughs> compliance, but whatever it is, I want it.
1: I feel like I couldn't put that in there just for you. Mm-hmm. I think you <laughs> should just so take it. Stuff can what steal. can I
3: take from code compliance? I want something of theirs.
0: <laughs> what do we think code compliance has on them? Walkie talkie. They have a book of all the codes. They
3: absolutely have a book of all the codes. Come on. You said it wouldn't be easy to get. This is a 10.
0: I don't know if it's even this easy to get. I think oh. it's an arc. I think it's an arc to get it. They have like a pocket constitution, <laughs> but it's the preamble to the municipal code.
1: Oh. Which in
0: and of itself is closely guarded, but every member of Co Compliance carries one. Yeah. So if you would like the preamble to the municipal code, one, uh, step, one step that is that is your quest.
3: <laughs> this is my national treasure that I'm going to be just, just be B-plot. This
1: is uh, your taco recipe. <laughs>
3: yeah, I take it.
0: What does it look like? How do you get this?
3: So as they start assailing me, I immediately go into uh, my brain is doing a brain freeze. So I'm going to actually butcher the name of this. So fellow ice skaters, please just recognize that we're in a hot room and we're all very tired. But the I'm doing the Bellman, Bellyman? Mm-hmm. Belium spin with my nails out at super speed, um, and that is how I am holding my own in this battle. Oh yeah, yeah. And in the middle of doing that, I pull out my notebook from my back pocket, and I do a swipe with one of them. Like I, I lunge at one of them, and while I'm swiping with one hand, I swap my notebook. For that so they now have my oh dip Uh, that is quite a spin yes it's named after Bellman was the one Bellyman Bellman was the person who first did it but I'm doing that with nails out and just like really fast
0: and the harm on your nails is two
3: it's one but with my black and blood burning bile I can also choose to inflict my weapons harm on the enemy that attacked me
0: so you're marking a a vestige? I am, yes. So you also avoid all harm from a single attack. So this is very much like a an action movie scene of, you know, all of these agents falling upon you like assailing you and you blocking blows and landing your own your nails like ripping through the fabric of their suits and you get these spurts of what at first you think is blood, but it's too bright, it's too like bubbly. And you realize they're spraying red paint as you cut into them. And you fell, or at least drop, two of these officers in the fight. Sweet. But there are still four remaining. And I think as they take a minute to lick their wounds, you hear a voice behind them, closer to City Hall, say to you, Claire, this isn't the agreement we had. (laughs) You're supposed to be bringing the bus to me. And Claire... As Mina chastises you for failing to uphold your agreement with the bureaucracy, I am calling in your debt from oh, God damn it. your engagement with William the Beermancer. You owe a debt to bureaucracy. Uh, and so I need you to give me a renig roll. <sighs> when a faction calls in a debt, you owe them and you refuse to help roll against your reputation
3: mean refuse to help. I was I was preoccupied. It, it's a work in I progress. I mean
0: you're actively fighting the bureaucracy's forces while the bus escapes. <laughs> I think you're refusing to help. <laughs> okay,
3: well that's a four.
0: Okay, on a miss you offend them, minus 1 reputation and you still owe them a debt. Eh. You're going to be uh, so good at goading them though. Uh <laughs> take minus 1 reputation with bureaucracy so you are at minus 2 now.
3: I already don't pay my taxes. It's Yeah, that's
1: squares
0: so what does this look like as you spurn mina and the bureaucracy just like double deuces
3: (laughs) okay so so i've got four still on me yeah are they actively attacking me or do i have a moment with her
0: this is like a quick break where they're sort of regrouping and recalculating after you kind of kicked their ass Mm -hmm.
3: okay I grow back in my middle finger in order to just flip her off and then uh, (laughs) grow it back out again.
0: Incredible. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the bus brawl at City Hall, the all-time greatest transit-oriented tussle to rustle and trust the biggest bus this town has ever seen. It's the Civil Serpents versus the boys in Brew, but I don't know about you, my money's on the folks who are new. Before we get you back to the action, we've got a lightning quick message from Station Management. Hey folks, Quinn here. Thank you so much to everyone who's been helping spread the word about the show by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend. We've seen a big spike in listeners since we started Season 2, and we would love to keep that momentum going as we continue our Absurdia campaign. We hear from folks all the time who don't even like tabletop games or actual plays, but love Monster Hour. So, if you haven't already, now's a great time to talk to your friends about getting on the bus wagon. A special shout-out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Jody and Kelly B. Thank you to all of our patrons for making Season 2 possible, and for helping us bring you awesome bonus content. Keep your eyes peeled, cored, and pressed for our outtakes and GM notes here as we wrap up our first arc, as well as some new Season 2 merch items coming next month. Our community spotlight this week is Trials of the Apocalypse, a delightful actual play anthology showcasing a variety of Powered by the Apocalypse games, from queer military dramas to slice-of-life adventures in arcane academia.
4: Hello, my name is David, the host of Trials of the Apocalypse, an improvised fiction anthology podcast using Powered by the Apocalypse game frameworks. And this is a cry for help. You see, I tell concise, independent story arcs with a rotating cast of friends and guests. But things always go off the rails. A simple game of retired grannies solving murders uncovers a bird-themed high school cult. A mundane group of ghost hunters on a train becomes party to war crimes at the heart of a burgeoning civil war. A cosmic hunt for a dangerous space anomaly devolves into a planet-wide group chat booty call. And what's worst of all is, I kind of love it. And I think you just might too. Just search for Trials of the Apocalypse in your favorite podcatcher. I'll see you there.
0: That's all we have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in September 6th for the next broadcast of WSOM Radio Somewhere. let's jump to Duncan Duncan you were in a standoff squaring off a standing square off wow, with square dance off you were in a square dance off Please? with Jeremy Dunlap if that's how you want to play this <laughs> I I am willing to follow you down that rabbit hole my dude uh, you know <laughs> the more we talk about it the more the standing square dance off sounds like a good
1: idea.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, Jeremy Dunlap and the beleaguered remnants of his search party they have trained their attention on you yeah, I'm as
1: the kind of engine revs behind me, I think I'm addressing mostly the group. I kind of am ignoring Jeremy, but I mostly say it's alive. This bus is a thinking thing, and it's afraid. It just needs something to do. We don't know. Nope, put that harpoon down, Craig. Oh, man. I don't know how much you like harpooning, but I saw your throw earlier. I had the perfect shot. It sucked ass, my man. We'll practice later, though. You don't need to be mean about it. I'm just sorry. Emotions are high. I'm standing in front of you. Please don't harp You're me. saying, like, you don't need to, like, tear
0: me down like that, man. It's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I know you've been practicing. It's okay. I know tensions are... It's okay. I get it. I get it. Do you want a score it's dance? Like, maybe later. Okay. Find me after this, okay? I'll, I'll see you at the barn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, but since you're trying to talk down the crowd and redirect them towards, like, this bus needs a job. As if it were like a dog.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it. Uh, I think it's another rally roll. Okay. So give me a roll plus community.
1: Great. Plus one. That is a MH plus a three plus a one is a ten.
0: Okay. Nice. On a hit, they will follow the general spirit of your request, and you owe them a debt. On a ten plus, choose three options.
1: Three. Oh my gosh! It's just not choosing one of them. For listeners, the three options are they will not back down in the face of resistance. They will call upon additional resources from their faction. They will do exactly as you ask, and you won't owe them a debt in return. Uh, I think I'll pick all three except they won't call upon additional resources. I don't need extra people
0: here. (laughs) What does it look like as you talk down the members of community?
1: Yeah, I think I'm just standing in front of the bus as its engine kind of starts revving and it wiggles around.
0: Everything is
1: scary, I know. It crashed through your house. I'm sorry about that. We'll help rebuild it. We'll help fix that. But it's, it's afraid. We all are afraid. And when we're afraid, sometimes we act out in ways that we usually wouldn't. And this bus just needs a purpose. It needs something that makes sense to it. And we'd have this started here. Our friend Claire has built a bus stop. That's one. We need to make some more of these. We need to give it something the, to the, do. The hottest bus stop in town. The the hottest bus <laughs> stop in town.
0: <laughs> There's a small beleaguered cheer from the crowd.
1: <laughs> and I think as I'm kind of talking to the crowd, as they kind of slowly lower their harpoons, I'm walking kind of away from the bus towards them. And I want to just take the harpoon from Jeremy. Not menacingly, just like emphatically.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, you hear some murmurs like, oh, I thought it would be happier in the barn or like, you know it just needs a good home, but maybe it's it's happier in the wild and Jeremy, I think you can see is like he he knows he's losing the crowd, and so when you reach him, he just hands you the harpoon, yeah, I take it, and I give him a inscrutable look. He returns your look and he's like, "All right, whatever, uh y'all want go for a beer? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the last part of He's like. Let's all we've had a lot of a lot of high
1: energy today. We've been listen, some of us have been running around all the whole town all day, and we just need to kick our feet. Happy up. hour at uh NB. Maybe, maybe we head over to NB,
0: grab a beer, do some square dancing. What do you say? I'm trying to think of a name of a beer with like bus. <laughs> bus beer, but
2: Bus beer sounds like beer that you get on a bus. Yeah. And that sounds disgusting, my friend. (laughs)
3: Although subway churros are good, so maybe bus beer. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I think the members of the search party retire (laughs) and head outward to normal brewing company, (laughs) uh, which I just realized is actually NBC. That's going to be a pun that's going to come back later. (laughs) Take that one to the bank, folks. Max. Yes. Inside the bus, in one direction, you can see the members of the normal brewing search party throw down their arms and start leaving the vicinity and heading away. To the other direction, you can see Claire dispatch 2 code co-compliance officers and then square up for what looks like another round (laughs) uh, and swinging towards you. And then up over the top of the bus, two red tentacles attached to the left and right of the window shield, pulling the bus back towards City Hall is Sam the Jerk. What do you do?
2: All right, Buzz, it's time to fly.
0: Give what? me a roll to embrace chaos.
2: All right, and Quinn, I love the dice that you've got. These beautiful monster dice. They fucking suck right now. <laughs> and they're Warm going up. into dice they're, jail.
0: They are not treating you particularly well this episode. No, I'm not offended. So
2: we're gonna try a different set and they are on thin ice as well. There may be a lot of dice going into dice jail. I may have to set up a dice prison. I mean, are you I, going to
0: put them under the jail? I'm
2: going to put them under the <laughs> jail. <laughs> under the tiny dice jail. That's a nine. Thank you, dice. Okay,
0: on A7 and 9, you choose one and then I choose one.
2: Okay, I would like to briefly wield this powers effect, so I'm I'm hoping that that means that I can drive the bus.
0: So here's what I'll say for that. I am going to choose Quell this power's effect Oh. because Sam is still attached. Mm-hmm. So you can drive the bus and you start moving, navigating away. What doesn't seem possible while Sam is lashed on here is to temporally navigate the bus. Okay. So you can't like time skip or jump the way you've seen the bus do previously.
2: Okay, it's driving like a regular bus.
0: Yeah, it's just driving like tong, a wreck. Driving like a weird bus that
1: just follows roads.
0: Super, super strange. So,
2: really super fucking weird.
0: Uh, uh, but yeah, you hear the engine rev and the tires whir and the bus Duncan and Claire starts peeling out this oh. Leviathan frame of glass and aluminum and steel starts tearing off away from City Hall, away from the bus stop. <laughs> and behind it, trying to restrain it, pull it back is Sam the juror.
3: I'm sure it knows what it's
0: doing. Uh, Claire, are you you okay? Uh, uh,
3: Yeah. Yes. 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 (laughs)
1: Slash, slash, slash. Yes. I'm a little alarmed that the bus is is leaving, but I'll try to wave to it. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose I probably did see Max go in because I was standing right next to the bus. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you did. I'll still wave, though. To the, bu- okay. to the bus and my friend Max. It's just polite. It's just polite.
2: Yeah. It's a good man. But
1: I think Duncan's on the idea that there needs to be another stop.
0: What does Duncan do with that thought? Well, first off, he sees his other
1: friend Claire is surrounded by the code compliance officers. Yes. And the, and the thought of building another bus stop kind of takes a back seat. I'll wave at the bus and then I'll turn and I'll see Claire Claremont and my right hand waving towards the bus doesn't stop waving but the left hand starts waving as well as I walk towards code compliance and go whoa 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 surely this well this is all just a big misunderstanding whoa 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 whoa
3: as i'm like wicking the paint blood off of my <laughs> yeah. nails
0: i'll leave it up to you claire cuz you did this go do you still want the attention solely focused on you or are you okay letting some code compliance officers go to duncan
3: i mean i'm okay with that how do you feel i mean
0: fine by me i'm not my, i'm not going to fight him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah yeah but that's gonna, a I mean choice. they might fight you they
0: might fight me but i'm trying to
1: do the everybody
0: cool out okay two of the code compliance officers break away from claire and start heading your direction duncan holding glossy bright red swords yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna pull out my um camera and hold up the badge that is homemade for wsom press uh, and i go Listen, listen. I just want to get to get to the bottom of what's going on here. Is there? Do you have a, a code compliance sergeant or captain code code captain that I can speak to, or would be willing to give a statement? Mm. We got these mm-hmm. press badges specially made for you all. Give me a sway roll. Okay. Good. I didn't want to fight. <laughs> I use my sway. Five and one, but a plus two turns that into an eight.
0: On a 7-9, they will do it, but I will choose an option from the list below. Okay. They want more than what you're offering. They demand payment up front. They have a better idea for achieving your goal or they stall and dither for a while. Duncan, I think this is kind of a combination of of some of these, but I think what's going to happen is like these two are going to lead you away, mm-hmm. so they're not going to fight Claire or you, but they're not going to let you go.
1: Right. Yeah, I'll go off and have to... Answer questions and ask questions and do the whole rigmarole. Yes, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't. Ha- I've got a little pocket knife, but that's not gonna.
0: You are not a stab. I'm not boy.
1: a stabby boy. If I try to stab, I will go straight to jail. Yeah, or whatever no. the equivalent, <laughs> the horrid eldritch oh, oh,
3: oh. dark
1: room equivalent
0: of the bureaucracy's jail is. Oh, it's the DMV. G- oh God! <laughs> you have no! to work.
3: You have to work the DMV. <laughs>
0: You alternate between being a customer and being an employee for eternity. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I'll I'll happily take two of these
1: out of sight of the other two that are probably not going to have a great time.
0: Okay. Yeah, these two lead you away towards City Hall. Mm Mm-hmm. Towards Mina, I think, who's kind of standing at the. Oh yeah, I'll uh,
1: extend the distraction to include Mina, of course.
0: I I think having seen Claire's display, Mina is just—it's just confirmed everything that Mina thinks about Claire. So she's she's barely even paying attention to what's happening anymore. Like she's kind of written off this whole experiment of trusting Claire. I think she's watching with like a passing curiosity from the front door to city hall. Yeah, so uh, Duncan, these two co-compliance officers break away and start leading you towards Amino. Well, this is my ploy
1: as we push these all these people away from Claire, is I want to start asking questions about. Tell me, you you as an auditor must know the history of the town fairly well, where maybe bus stops used to be, the history of where, why they were taking out. I yeah. have a few questions about
0: that. I don't, I, I think in this instance, Mina is paying zero attention. She like, kind of like waves you on to the code compliance officers and just oh, like- Okay, okay.
1: well, I'll, I'll file, I'll I'll get, uh, we'll have an interview later. Okay, bye.
0: Claire. Well, there are two downed code compliance officers and now there are two remaining after Duncan distracted the others.
3: So I, I've, I've clearly reneged on bringing the bus to the bureaucracy. Yes. Um...
1: Your other one is to eat its heart. Yeah,
3: which I would—I assume I would have to do from the inside.
0: Probably. That's generally where hearts yeah. are. Yeah. Generally. I mean, to be clear, those are things that other people asked you to do. You are free to chart your own path. <laughs> those are just like things that people in town wanted you to do. You don't have to listen to them. Yeah, one of them was Mina.
3: Well, yeah, I didn't listen to that. But <laughs> but my buddy in the woods, I'm more inclined to listen there. Um, yes, saw
0: a taste of bus heart. Bus Tartar. Bus (gasps) Bus Tartar.
3: So I guess I would need to locate the bus. Bus is just
1: driving away. It's not teleporting
0: anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Can I still see it? You can still see the bus. it hasn't gotten that far, really, because it is being held back by the red tentacles of Sam right, right. You do still have two code compliance officers who are- Oh, uh, two. There's two. You get the sense, I think their eyes are kind of like, the bulbs are flickering a little bit. You sense a little bit of hesitation, but mm. they do still have their red tape swords drawn.
3: Question. Do they-, have they Answer. Have, hmm, have they noticed that I swapped books?
0: That's actually a really good question of whether or not they noticed. Were you trying to conceal it?
3: I mean, I did a swap, right? I feel like that's like, you know, the Indiana Jones move. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to
0: conceal, yeah. Yeah, give me a roll to hoodwink. Let's see how well you did. Oh, jeez.
3: Why do I ask these questions?
0: (laughs) Only cause me problems. Sorry.
3: Oh, I have a thing, actually, for doing something like this. You do unfathomable your expressions and countenance are forever alien and unknowable when you hoodwink roll plus chaos instead of plus cheek which is great for me
0: it sure is that's
3: gonna be a seven
0: on a seven and nine your ploy works but the gm will introduce a complication or consequence i mean i think the obvious one here is that you left your own journal (laughs) in one of their pockets so they haven't noticed now but they will eventually
3: Which, again, has all my crimes, essentially.
0: (laughs) It's a ledger. It's just a
3: ledger of your
0: oopsies.
3: (laughs) Although they don't know that
0: that's what it is. It's not a journal. It's a crime ledger. (laughs) Yeah. Crime diary. But
3: it's not listed as crime diary. So as far as I know, it's a list of codes, right? But still. Yes. You Um, definitely have
0: them hoodwinked for the time. Okay.
3: All right. Good to know. I... I'm going to have to roll hoodwink again. I'd like to, if there's only two of them, I would like to look behind them and be like, I'm going to say that Claire is aware of quite a bit of the lore, of at least the historical lore of town, given her age. And so at some point back in Claire's original time, there was a, a horrific fear of a sea monster. Granted, that makes no sense, but it was a hysteria that took over the town a couple of people were burned at the stake for potentially summoning and worshipping the sea monster. It it was a whole thing.
0: Instead of an S E A monster, is 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 it a like a C letter C monster? Yeah, yeah. Like a C suite monster. <laughs> no, it's a monster of eyes.
3: Oh. C monster C monster.
0: Ooh, an S E E yeah. monster. I like Ooh, it. Ooh,
3: I do like that. Ah,
0: see? It was the monster. screaming fog's brother. Yeah. The Seeing Fog. <laughs>
3: Not as popular anyway, please
0: please um, continue.:
3: <laughs> Yeah, no, but because of that, there were a lot of codes created at the time related to that monster, so I think she essentially does a, oh my God, look over there, it's the sea monster and tries to book it after the bus.:
0: Fabulous. So I feel like I wrote this section of the rules specifically for you too.:
3: Ah <laughs>
0: Hoodwink. <laughs> uh, to Hoodwink, you have to offer some sort of liar deception. It doesn't have to be a good lie. <laughs> But the believability <laughs> will affect how long your deception holds up on a hit. Absurdity is a chaotic and unpredictable place, so even the most outlandish lie will fly for a little while if you sell it. Mm-hmm. But the taller your tail, the easier it is to unravel. Mm-hmm. So, give me roll old hoodwink, <laughs> but this is probably not going to buy you a lot of time, even on a success. That's
3: okay. I am literally just need to get away from them to run after the bus, right?
0: Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay, so give me your old hoodwink. <laughs>
3: That's an 11.
0: Damn. On a 10 plus, they're fooled, at least for the time being. I mean, I think they like look over their shoulder. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's all I need.
0: Yeah. What do you do in this opening?
3: I mean, I, th- I assume I'm just going to start booking it towards the bus. Oh, yes. are there any electric scooters around?
0: If you haven't noticed the theme, pretty much all vehicles are sentient in somewhere. Mm-hmm. So scooters are kind of like dogs.
3: I mean, I'd ride a dog.
0: Yeah, fair. But no, there aren't any around. I'd ride a, I'd ride a dog to war. <laughs> Claire, give me a roll to save your skin to escape these okay. two remaining code compliance officers.
3: Seven. That'll on be. seven or nine,
0: you can choose to escape or not, but there will be a price to pay if you do. I mean, I think they're just gonna land some blows on you here. That's the simple, and I think the most logical consequence yeah. here. Yep. My
3: My, um... Black and blood burning bile doesn't still apply, right? That was like during that no, it instance. Can't.
0: If you wanted to use it again, you could, but you need to mark another essence. Eh, I'm okay. Okay, so mark one harm. But yeah, you you take you you, <laughs> you tell them about the sea monster. They look back. You take off running. They land some like minor blows as they turn their attention back on you. But that's the extent <laughs> of of what they can do. Yeah. Max. Yes. You are driving the bus away from City Hall, but it is clear that you do not have full control, or perhaps the bus does not have full control because these two red tendrils are still attached.
2: Yes, okay. What do you do? I'm going to drive the bus... You know how, like, in cartoons, the person driving the bus is, like, moving their hands up and down, which would actually be a very unsafe way to drive the bus because you need to hold the string around <laughs> steady? Well, I am doing that. I am trying some, like, evasive maneuvers to try and knock Sam the juror off the bus.
0: Interesting, okay.
2: Yeah, we're gonna do a little um, demolition derby in town with the bus. Hopefully don't hurt the bus, but Sam will hurt the bus.
0: Give me a roll to, I think, save your skin. When you take advantage of an opening to run, hide, or otherwise evade danger. I think you are otherwise evading danger here, so give me a roll plus wits. An eight. On a seven and nine, you can choose to escape or not, but there will be a price to pay if you do.
2: Uh, I mean, is escaping, if I choose escape, will that get Sam the drawer off the front of the bus?
0: I think what happens, Max, is you are driving down the street, you're swerving and serpentining with this behemoth metal centipede, basically, and you slam Sam into like a series of obstacles, a telephone pole, a phone booth, a house, a series of manicured bushes. And finally, you in the rearview mirror, you see Sam fall away but those red tendricles do not. Uh-oh. And rather than trying to slow the bus down, this massive almost like red goo at this point starts to surround the cabin, overtaking the windows, and you can see and hear the glass start to crack. You are free, but this red pseudopod is now trying to enter the bus. Quinn,
2: oh, no. this is bullshit. This is bullshit, and I don't have any magic. <laughs>
1: Oh no, your key.
2: I don't have any magic to use to get this thing off. <laughs> All a, I have you have a is big a, sword. It's a bear carved in amber and a sword.
0: So I will say there's no magic, but you are near a source of entropic power. The bus is is entropic. So if you wanted to try to leverage the bus's power to do something, you could do that.
2: Yeah, and my faction is Entropy. So, yes, I would like to try and use the bus's entropic power since Sam is no longer attached to the red tendrils. My hope is that I can get the bus to do a time skip fast enough. Doesn't have to be super fast, but fast enough to, like, blink in and out so that the red goo is gone.
0: Okay, give me a roll to embrace chaos.
2: All right. Okay, I am chaotic. I am, I am being chaotic. <laughs> That's a seven.
0: <laughs> On a seven and nine, oh. you choose one and then I choose one.
2: Okay, embracing chaos. I would like to, this would probably be briefly wield this power's effect. So briefly wield the bus's ability to time travel to get it to like, zoop, zoop, zoop.
0: Yeah.
1: Teleport backwards and then run over the goo.
0: The bus is a temporal anomaly. Whenever the bus is not at a stop Uh or stopped, it exists in a quantum superposition. It is simultaneously early, late, and on time all at once. So Max, you grasp the bus's quantum properties and suddenly you are 25 feet back. And the red goo is just in front of you on the road and you drive through it. And there's this geyser-like burst of paint as you run over it with the bus. I do think as this happens, I don't think you're used to, I guess for lack of a better term, like someone else's time travel or something else's time travel. Yeah. It kind of throws your internal clock off a little bit. Go ahead and mark one essence. Go ahead and mark one uh, anomaly. Okay. Because I think- This experience is weird and unsettling. Yes. Much more so than just, you know, the everyday life in Absurdia. Yes. And I think we zoom out and we see Max, you driving the time bus away from City Hall, running over this red pseudopod, a fountain of red paint splattering all over Main Street. Claire running after you, pursuing the bus, and Duncan heading into City Hall with code compliance officers. And that is where we will end.
4: Yay!
2: Huzzah! We're back! You saved the bus!